This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! Ha, ha, ha! You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Oh, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the show you've been waiting for all week long. It's too bad we weren't on every day, but you can catch us on two radio stations. That's uh, the sports talk show, uh, uh, sports... I don't know, whatever we call it, 12.50 on the AM dial and 105.7 FM, The Fan. And, uh, of course, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. You can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com or call us with your comments, questions, fishing reports, whatever you got at 414-799-1250. Good morning, Dan. Oh, Dan Bush to my left. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer, and Greg Janik is our esteemed producer. And good morning, guys. Hey, good morning, Tom. A little breezy out this morning. Yeah, a little breezy. It's been a rough week for yeah. it's been a rough week for a single white wealthy landowner from <laughs> Douglas County. I've been a little under the weather, and oh, no. the very night I get really sick, Tom. You'll never guess what happens. What happened? The heat goes out in my place. Did it really? Not only does it not, when I turn the heat on, does it not blow heat, it blows cold air. Oh, that's not good. No. So <laughs> then I tried, I turned it off, and guess what happened? It still kept blowing cold air. Really? It blowed, it blew. <laughs> it, it blowed. <laughs> it really blowed, let me tell you. All night long. It was 58 degrees in there. And there I am, sick as a dog. Oh, no. You know what happened? It had... Uh, pilot it, light went out. No. Well, I figured the pilot light, pilot light, but now I guess these newfangled heating air conditioners, they don't even have pilot lights, I don't think, anymore. No, they don't. No. So, anyway, at 11, or about midnight, I called. It's a digital one, right? And I, I hit every button on there. I almost put a bullet through it. <laughs> Were you doing a John well, Lehman? You kept pressing buttons? That's what I started doing. When in doubt, push every button. Because at this point, it can't get any worse than what it is, right? I'm freezing my arse off. So then I pulled out the unit from the wall. It's a digital. Everything's mm-hmm. digital these right. days. Yeah. And I pulled out the little AA batteries. That didn't work. Still kept blowing cold air. So I'm like, nothing's going to work. So... Finally, a phone number came up on the little thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I'm calling this number. 
So at midnight, I called, left a message. Of course, no response. So next morning, I, I had to call in sick for the day, and I see Loey getting ready to go walk the hounds. And I said, Loey, come in here for a second. And she, she, oh, my God, it's cold. And she called the guy's cell phone right away. And when they came out, they went in the furnace room. And what happened? There's a little... There's, well, first of all, there's a switch on the side of the, It looks like a light switch yeah. that you can turn on off the, there. On the side of the furnace. And, but, you know, I went in there at midnight, standing there in my underwear, looking at it, scratching my head, and I thought about turning that switch, but then they got all these warnings on the front of the furnace. Danger, nuclear holocaust, you know, <laughs> explosion. Could cause explosion, fire, mass destruction. So I didn't want to touch nothing in there, right? You're scared. When am I going to shut off, right? So then... Uh, so, so she went in and flipped the switch, and, and the guys came out. And what happened was there's this other control that's on the wall in there, and apparently water had run down and shorted it out. But when it shorted it out, it turned on the air conditioning. Oh. So that's why it was blowing cold air all day. Wow. And wow. so why are things better in today's digital world? In a good old, the good old days, you had a little switch, and you turn it to off, and off means... Doggone off. Mm-hmm. You can turn the fan off. You can turn everything. And if you want more warm, you just turn it up. Okay, why, why is everything digital? You know, to tell you the truth, Danny, in our house, I, we still have the one that you turn. Well, that's We haven't gone to digital that's yet. That's only because you're too cheap to replace anything, Tom. Well, but No, it works. So I'm just okay, like, why I'm with, replace I'm with it? I'm you. Okay. If it works, why replace it? You yeah. Know? If, if it, it ever if it breaks down... Broke, why yeah. fix it? That's right. So yeah. what a miserable yeah. night that was. So I had to bundle up and full went. It, it reminded me of the days of, you know, deer hunting, sleeping in a cabin with no heat or uh, mm-hmm. trying to sleep in the truck, yeah. you know, on some yeah. crazy fishing trip yeah. somewhere. Oh, we'll just crash in the truck and you're wow. freezing. Yeah. Yeah. You should Rough have went week. over by Lowy's and said, hey, can I, can I sleep on the couch? Sure. I'll go knock on a neighbor's door. <laughs> yeah, and at midnight. Have my pillow under my arm looking sad. Can I bunk here? Well, today is the big day, Danny. Mistake on the lake at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shot. If you've got something to sell, uh, bring it out there. You know, one man's treasure is another man's junk or vice versa. Well, one I man's got, junk is another man's treasure. I you got can, two deluxe limited edition yeah, Abu Garcia nice reels, reels that I was holding on forever, and I thought, you know what? Yeah. I might as well sell them. So those yeah. are junk. And everything at the Muskie Shop will be 15% off today. A lot of specials. There's a bunch of stuff that's 50% off. Uh, but everything in the shop, even uh, a St. Croix rod and uh, beautiful musky reels or whatever are 15% off. So everything's 15% off out there today. Bring your stuff out. Bring a table out. Set it up. There is no charge. It's free. We'll be cooking brats, hot dogs. Uh, there'll be beer, of course. <laughs> are you cooking, Tom? No, no, no. Gord- that's Gordy's job. Gordy? Yeah, Gordy. He, that's his job I knew to cook. he was good for something. <laughs> yeah, he is. So, uh, Danny and I, are you, you are going to go out there right no, after the show, No, first got to go and work out, though, first, and All then right. I'll come. So I won't yeah. be there immediately after right. the show. I'll be there after the show. I should be getting out there about 8.30, 8.40, something like that, and uh, then Danny will be out there maybe around 9.30-ish or something. Yeah, more like 10. Maybe I 10. i go pump some heavy iron okay. here. Speaking about heavy iron pumping, uh, the no-name bookie is going to come out with his brother-in-law, Joe, and you and Joe have something in common. 
Uh, Joe is one of the guys in the in the Iron Head. Uh, uh, he's a he's a, a pumper of iron. Pumper of iron. He, he holds the the oh what is it over over fifty eight record for pumping iron at, really? at for bench presses. He holds the the the, the record age division. Yeah, oh, I got an age I division mean, in, one too. I yeah. got the age division for fifty to fifty five one sixty five pound class. Yeah, he, which is basically meaningless. Yeah, well, just meaning you're an old guy still. Well, I quit. I'm retired now. Everything well, hurts. I'm amazed at what he did. It was, uh, I got to remember, I might be getting this wrong, but it was like 560 pounds. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, he's, when you see Joe, he's like, you know. When, Bench press? Yes. Oh, this guy. Oh, he he holds the record for the country. Joe is, you should, this guy's like this wide. He he almost doesn't fit down a lane, a highway lane. His, he's so wide. Yeah, he, I'm not joking. Five hundred six. That can't be right. It is. There it is. It is. It maybe the no name bookie, if he's listening, will call uh, in. He, he better us. be a bookie if he can bench press five hundred six. No, 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 no not, not the no name bookie. His brother Joe. Oh, his brother no, one Joe. Guy, one well, guy. Yeah, then he's got him to do his uh, dirty work for one him. One guy. One oh, guy yeah. I used we, to go to bench press meets, and and I know he's from Pewaukee area. And he used to do five hundred pounds. Mm. Uh, this name won't surprise you, Jerry Watt. Oh, one he's, of the Watt brothers? He's, he's uncle. Oh, yeah, the uncle. Uncle to J.J. and oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. And they were probably just kids at the time. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. He, I'd be in some uh, bench press contests yeah. with him. Real nice guy. He used to rent a slip from yeah. uh, Lowy out there. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so he trained yeah. his nephews well. Yeah. Well, this uh, this Joe guy, I, I've golfed with him several times in the past, right? And uh, you know what? Having too many muscles is not good. It's not conducive to golfing, you know, because... Are you saying he's a big oaf on the no, golf course? No, I'm just saying that he he's he's so big and strong that it's hard to get you know your arms around and that's, everything. That's you know, a big oaf. Well, whatever you call it, I like I, I'm term. not going to call him an oaf. I like that. No, I like that term. I'm not I like that call term. Him that. We used to call some of the big lunkhead muscle heads in our gym. We'd go, our friends. We'd call him what yeah. an oaf, big oaf, <laughs> big oaf. <laughs> in a friendly way, of course. Yeah, of course. So he's gonna be out there. Hey, uh, yeah. there was a uh, there was a record fish caught in Wisconsin. There was. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. What um, was it? You'll never guess in a million years. No oh, boy, I will. a bowfin, a dogfish. No. <laughs> it was a species for which there had been no previous category. Believe it or not. Oh, wait a minute. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. I, I, no, no. Put it, on your it, thinking it, cap over there. It ain't there. coming to me, but. Okay. I remember when you when we were looking through the book last week or the week before, there was one I was looking for and it wasn't in there. How about the rainbow smelt? How there is no record for that. There is well, now. Well, nobody ever turned one in. They there ate is it. now, buddy. They would eat it. Age nine, Tanner. Yeah. The I can't yeah. read my own writing. First name's Tanner. Okay. He caught a. Uh, is fishing up in Lake Superior, I think, probably around Ashland Bayfield area somewhere. Yeah. Probably ice fishing with his papa. And they were catching some occasional smelt through yeah, the ice. Okay. And I think that I think guys in Door County once in a while do too. Yeah. Okay. Maybe some of our whitefish guys can call. So anyway, he caught one that was, you know, they were getting some, you know, your average size ones, eight, nine inches. Then he got one that was really tugging good. I guess they fight pretty good on the ultralight. And it was ten and a half inches and one third pound. So they checked with the DNR, and there was no category. Nobody ever registered but one? But there is now. Yeah, there is now. So How young about Tanner that? has the record. How about that? So you know what? If I ever caught a 12-inch, half-pound smelt, I wouldn't even register it. I would want young Tanner to hold that record yeah. forever. 
That's pretty let cool. Let the lad have the yeah. record. Now, thinking about it, though, Tom, yeah. 10 and a half, I swear to God, back in the day, in the smelting days, back in, you know, in the day, um, I caught some, I could have swore that were 11-inch smelt. Yeah, we got, we'd, we'd, what we would do, Tom, yeah. is we'd take the big, the big hawking smelts. Yeah, those, we didn't like those. Yeah, if something's big, you call it a big hawking yeah. smelt. So anyway, we'd take them and, and we'd separate those and put them in bags for pike fishing. Mm-hmm. The great big ones. Yeah. And uh, I swear to God, I had some 10 to 12 inches in the yeah. bags. I don't ever remember getting them that big. I mean, a big one to us might have been like a 9 or 10 inches. Most of them were like that. Well, we wanted the smaller ones. Because the bones right. were smaller and all right. that, yeah. Right. And uh, I mean, yeah, there might have been some eight or nine inches in there, but most of them were that five, six inch range, five, six, seven inches. You I know, that's where I got some. Yeah. And they call them rainbow smelt, is yeah. what they put. Yeah. Are they all rainbow smelt out there, or is there something other than a rainbow? Is there smelt? a subspecies? Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like we all just refer to smelt as yeah, smelt. smelt. Yeah. But now they're saying rainbow smelt. Yeah. Hmm. Well, is maybe that was the actual of... term for them. Maybe that's the actual genus of them, you know. And and we just never called them that ever. Never Gen- heard of it. Genus. Genus. Phylum. What did I say? Ge- genus. Kingdom. Genus. genus. Yeah. It's kingdom. Phylum. Yeah. Genus. Hey, we're hey. we're biology experts. Oh right? yeah, we're nice, we're right know? on top of things here. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to mistake on the lake. And well, congratulations to that young man. Yeah, your new record smelt for catching a record fish here in the state of Wisconsin. How about that? That's good. That's uh, good. Yeah. So well, I think we're up against our first break already. Tom. Yeah, I guess so. I guess we'll take that break. Oh, and and you know what? I just let everybody know that we'll be doing this after the 7:15 break. But we had a winner in the Larry Smith. Uh, I'll tell you what contest. And don't forget, we're going to have the Hornswoggle contest That's today, right. where you can win your prize package of uh, bait, mate, fish attractants, comb, and insect repellents. And I'm going to try doing something different this this time. We did this a couple of years ago, where I would actually give our lucky winner their choice of what flavor they want. Oh. So all it took for me was to get some printer paper and uh, <laughs> print it off their website, except I. You know, I only had three pieces of printer paper, so <laughs> we're kind of up and running, but not as good as I'd like. But uh, I'm gonna then I'm gonna l- try and give them a choice of what they want, their flavor, yeah, uh, of the bait mate, and uh, then then I'll email the folks and see if they'll they'll do that again yeah. for us. And that's gonna be coming up the Hornschwagel at right after the 6:45 break. So we'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Presented by Coleman Insect Repellents, right here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to wait till you know me better. Let's just be glad for the time together. Welcome back to the Bait Mate Fish Attractant Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Dan, Tom, Greg here on the board. 799-1250. Fishing reports, questions, 
any bridge reports if you've driven over a bridge and saw a couple boats out there yeah. let us know where you were at yeah you know i can always tell uh when i look at our fishing stuff at sherpers and at smokies well not so much at smokies right now but at sherpers on what's hot what guys are using to catch fish on because we'll be out of them or there'll be a lot less of them you know what what are they buying you know and what I see that they're buying a lot of are mini mites and beetle spins. Really? Those two, yep, yep. Lots of those. Of course, your your typical hooks, bobbers, and sinkers, you know. But but mini mites and beetle spins, as far as lures. And the Johnson Company, I believe now, is the ones are, are the ones that make the beetle spin. Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm going to give away some be- uh, some mini mites right now. I got a fishing question, all right? 799-1250. Call right now, and I'll send you a, a, a five-pack assortment of mini mites. If All you got to do is answer this one simple question, and if you don't get it, well, maybe take another caller or two, or maybe we won't. I don't know yet. 799-1250. You call right now and answer this simple question. It's about beetle spins, all right? And that's easy enough. It's about beetle spins. But I'll send you the mini mites what, instead of the beetle spins. What possible question could there be about the beetle spin. There is one, and 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 you probably know it, and you probably know it. But we'll we'll see if a if a listener knows it. it. Was, I know it's a little early, but oh, we got people calling. Originally called the Bass Buster <laughs> Beetle Spin. <laughs> it was the Bass Buster Beetle. And you know what? I always wanted to do a Saturday Night Live skit. In my alter ego, I'd like to you know do skits in Saturday Night Live. And my thought was to have like a guy up there talking about the Bass Buster Beetle Spin with a Southern accent, you know, like a Virgil Ward type yeah, character. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he pulls out like a Beetle Spin that's like four feet long, and he goes, "We call this the Ass Buster Beetle Spin because you got to bust your ass to cast it." <laughs> That'd be good. All right, we got to come. All right, who you got on the line there, Greg? We have Kurt from Sussex. All right, good morning, Kurt. Good morning. So you know all about the beetle spin, right? A little bit. All right. Here's the question for that five pack of mini mites. Who was the inventor of the beetle spin? <laughs> Boy, did I waste a phone call. Uh, and, but now I listen, I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to give you a hint. Bushy said it. While we were just ta- while Bushy was just talking about what he'd like to do on Saturday Night Live, he actually said the inventor's name. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I didn't hear. Oh, okay. Let's give him sense. Uh, going way, way, way back, TV fishing personality. Yeah, one of the one fisherman. of the first one, one of the first ones down south. Um, uh, Bill Dance. No, nope. Not. Half. Half of the males in Missouri are named this first name. I swear to God, they are. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Man, is, you could serve this name on a plate. I would <laughs> this is. Well, Kurt, thanks for calling. We hey, do appreciate yeah, sure. it. God darn it. All right. All right. Well, right. I'm not going to ask anybody else because you Come know on, what? Ask, no, oh, they'll look no, it up. They'll look it up. They looked it up already. It, you said it. Virgil Ward. Virgil Ward. You better you know, believe it. Yeah, Virgil, Virgil Ward, Ward. Wasn't he one of the f- original television yeah. personalities? Yes, he was. And that's when there were only three channels in black and white. Yeah. And, well, color was just coming in. And I remember as a kid, when we were 12, 13, we would jokingly call each other Virgil. Yeah. Or Verge. I'll tell you. You know, you just, oh, okay there, Verge, <laughs> Mr. Expert Fisherman. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it was yeah, all yeah. sarcastic, but yeah, well, you'd call someone Virgil. Do you remember the guy's name, the other original guy, too, was the Flying Fisherman? What was his first, what was his name? Remember that, the Flying Fisherman? He would fly to places? 
in a in a little plane. They the flying it was, fisherman. Yeah, it was the the guy's name, and then the flying fisherman, and I can't remember his name offhand. He was another one of these old guys. Errol was, Flynn. No, he was an old guy, and it was like one of the early shows, like with Virgil Ward and all that. It was real early. Flying Fisherman. Yeah, what was his you name? sure you didn't imagine no, this, Tom? No, I don't no. remember any one of our callers flying call fisherman that would fly all over the place. One of our callers will call in and, and tell us who the I do fl- remember Marlon Perkins and Jim from Wild Kingdom. Well, <laughs> Jim went up ahead while I waited to make sure the elephant didn't choke on its own saliva. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God, yeah, I just had it. It's, I don't know, a tip of my tongue, the flying fisherman. Get about Gaddis. Get about Gaddis. Remember that name? Get no, about, that sounds like yeah. a cartoon character. Get about Gaddis. Right the next flying to fisherman. Him and Huckleberry Hound. <laughs> right? <laughs> Get about Gaddis. I think Gadabout was a nickname because <laughs> he was a Gadabout. You know? <laughs> I think she's dancing this week at Silk. Get about Gaddis. <laughs> Well, about we, Gladys. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe somebody's calling what they got a update on Get About Gladys. If, but if you already, you know, if that's what you're calling about, folks, uh, we already well, got So where name. did Get About get hmm. about to? He went all over the place, but he flies. Was that his real name, Get No, about? I think that was just a nickname. They made that name up. Yeah. Okay. Get About, get about Gladys. The real name was Larry. It was a nice alliterative name, you know. I got it. You know, Get About Did he Gattis. fish like saltwater or freshwater? Oh, or what he was went he all over. He went all over. As a matter of fact, he even uh, flew, he flew to Brazil. and I remember, I'll, I'll, for, I'll never forget that when he was fishing in the Amazon. <laughs> get About Gladys. Now, were there peacock bass back then? Probably. I'm sure there were. But you heard nothing about peacock bass no. fishing until, you know, like yesterday. Then yeah. all of a sudden it's the big thing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they got them in Florida now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're, They're planting them. Yeah, years ago they started planting them in Florida. I wouldn't mind fishing for those. They get pretty big. They use musky lures for those darn things. Yeah. Know? They don't get that big in Florida. You see no. pictures of guys no. with five-pounders. I don't really care about a five-pound peacock bass. Yeah. Hoop-de-doo, hoop-de-doo. Yeah, I know. I'd rather go down to... Uh, but those 20-pounders are big. Yeah, when they get I those. don't think those are all that prevalent, though. No, I think a 20-pound no, peacock a, is like yeah. a 50-inch musky yeah. dude. Yeah, it's like uh, 10-pounders would be a big one, you know, but 20, that would We'd have to ask really our big. Mike Stoner. Remember he was in the studio years ago, John's buddy from yeah, Illinois? Yeah. He used to go down there. And do it. What's up, Real name is Roscoe Vernon Gaddis. Ro- Roscoe Vernon Gaddis. <laughs> Roscoe, Roscoe Vernon Gaddis. <laughs> No, I can see why they call them get about. <laughs> you know, Roscoe kind of sounds like it might be a Bubba name from down south, too. Mm-hmm. Right along with Virgil. In Forest. Yeah, is I'm Forest serious. the down south one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Forest is down south. What's yeah. other down south Forest, names? Forest Gump. Yeah. Forest. Uh, Forest Greg. <laughs> Virgil. There was a guy drafted uh, yesterday named Forest Lamp. How about, oh, yeah? is Daryl? You know, remember? Daryl, my other that, brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Bob Newhart. Yeah, I remember that. Bob Newhart. Yeah, that was that was good. Um, uh, what's another down? I don't know. But anyway, it's six thirty. We got to go to the break. Hunter's another. Yeah, one Hunter. Down there. Yeah. there you go. Uh, okay, right after this break, folks, we're going to be doing the gut report. Uh, after the six forty-five break, we'll be doing the horn schwaggle. You got any questions or comments? 414-799-1250. We'll be right back with more. Come here, I'm going to 
eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by V Marchese Produce and Discount Liquor. Well, I can kind of safely say that a lot of people like fried chicken, and there's a lot of different ways to make it. But here's a Korean fried chicken recipe. Now, you can adjust this how you like it, but basically your basic uh, uh, marinade is four tablespoons of soy sauce, one teaspoon ginger, one teaspoon garlic. You can use the powdered forms. You marinate the chicken in this. Well, like I said, you might have to double or triple this depending on how much chicken, but you marinate the mixture for 30 to 60 minutes, minutes, and then you coat it in cornstarch and fry it. It's very good and very crispy, but if you like a little bit more coating on your chicken, then coat it in cornstarch, put it in your egg wash, egg and uh, milk wash, and then dip it into cornstarch again. And uh, then you get a little bit more coating on it. But it's the soy sauce, ginger, garlic. Gives it a different taste that you might have not been accustomed to. The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. So you know what else sounds wonderful? That recipe sounded wonderful, Tom. But you want to know what else tastes wonderful? Lake Michigan brown trout. (laughs) I went out uh, this last weekend, Sunday. Yeah. Now, remember we had Captain Jason, mm-hmm. and when we talked to him Saturday, he said the harbor was surprisingly clear. Mm-hmm. Well, on Sunday it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I should have driven over the whole. I should have driven over and looked out. Yeah, because yeah. the murk and the mud went all the way outside the gaps. No, no. Oh yeah, and fishing sucks when that happens. At least for, for me. So we managed to fish a couple hours Sunday morning. Went out, found some clear water north of the main gap, and. Caught one little brown. So I filleted it up, Tom. Mm-hmm. And remember that recipe you like so much? With the barbecue sauce and the Pringles, crushed yes. barbecue Pringles. Yes. Yeah, now, yeah. I couldn't remember exactly how I'd done that one. And I was at the Dollar General store. They didn't have the right Pringles. They had the cheese Pringles, but they didn't have the barbecue. Yeah. So being too cheap to drive or walk over to Pick and Save and spend $3 for the Pringles, yeah. I, they had this dollar bag of Barbecue potato chips. There you go. Yeah. So I got the fillets, and uh, what I did was I put, I couldn't remember whether, I think last time with the Pringles, I put the Pringles down first, then the barbecue sauce with some butter and onions. But this time what I did was I put barbecue sauce on. Right. And I don't think I used the gosh darn good barbecue sauce. I used the dollar barbecue sauce from the uh, Dollar Tree. But barbecue sauce is barbecue sauce, right? No. So. No? Okay. No. Well, anyway, I, f- I figured it might work. So I put the bar- dollar barbecue sauce on. Then I, I crushed up the $1 barbecue potato chips, spread that on. Then I took uh, some uh, onions, mm-hmm. put onions and laid those on top, mm-hmm. and some butter, mm-hmm. and baked it. And man- It was the- good. Oh, my God, was that good. Oh, I even baked it and had a fillet sit in the fridge for two days, uncovered, not wrapped, mm-hmm. pulled it out and nuked it. 
and it was fantastic. I mean, <laughs> it is good, really good. Yeah, it I is mean, good. people complain about the Browns, but they're. <laughs> I guess with the Browns, it all depends on what you put on it. You know, I guess that's what it depends upon. I that's my go-to recipe for mm-hmm. uh, for it's trout. A, my I gave that There's recipe. No to, fish taste whatsoever. Yeah. It's got a slight, not overwhelmingly barbecueish. Mm-hmm. It's just right. enough where it's baked in. Right. Right. Yeah. Hey, I got an interesting story. It has nothing to do with fishing or hunting or whatever, but I think you guys will appreciate this. This is one of those rare moments in life. <clears throat> My son Nick in Arizona, him and his wife, and their two kids, and two of their friends and uh, their kids, they go over to the horse track where they got things for the kids to do. They pet horses and other animals, do whatever. They got a bunch of kids stuff there, but... While they're there, they're betting a couple bucks. There's 10 races, right? And they bet a couple bucks here and there. So one of the guys, one of my son's friends says, hey, let's all four of us, each one of us will pick a horse. We'll all put a couple dollars in and we'll go for the superfecta where you pick four horses and if they all come in, you win, right? So, okay, they picked their four horses. The superfecta. Superfecta, yeah. So they picked the four horse. Each person picks a horse. Okay. So the one of the friends, he's holding the ticket. And uh, the race ends, and their fourth horse came in fifth. So three of their picks came in, but the fourth horse came in fifth. Does that give them the fecta? No, it doesn't give them anything. So they, the guy crumbles up all these tickets he had, and he throws them at the trash can. And then all of a sudden, up on the board, it says, wait a minute, wait a minute. I forget what they call it. Well, the horse that came Redo. in yeah, the horse that came in fourth got disqualified for doing whatever they did on the track. So their the horse their horse that had come in fifth now was fourth. All four of their horses come in. They get the superfecta. Nick says, "Where's the ticket?" Guy says, "Well, when I saw that we didn't win, I threw him away." He says, "You did what?" So they go. He says, "Where'd you throw it?" And they go over by his trash can, and they're going through the trash. Now this guy found a couple of his other tickets, but they came, and he says, "I just crumpled it up. I didn't tear it up. I just crumpled it." And they're looking, they're tearing apart this trash can. And then he says, "Hey, wait a minute. It was kind of windy out. I think it might have blown down that way." So Nick's wife, Angie, she's 20, 30 yards away, looking in the grass, looking in the gravel, looking all over. Now, right? How much would they win? Well, I'm going to tell you. She found the ticket. She found. The she ticket. found. How often is that going to happen? She finds it in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. She finds a ticket, and because the horses were like favorites that came in, their odds weren't high odds, so they won 700 and some dollars. So Nick and Angie, of course, they got half of it, and then the other two had to split the other half. Anyway, they got uh, like a little over 350 bucks. But to throw the tickets away, to get blown down, <laughs> and to find the ticket. I said to my son, I says, you must be going to the right church down there. Now, who was the one, who was the one that threw the tickets? One, one of the friends. One of the friends. Now, I'm going to report that friend as a litterer because... Because <laughs> they all didn't make the trash Because can. he was too lazy. How many people, Greg, how many people have done this where they go to throw something in an outdoor trash or, yep. and a breeze blows something away and they just let it blow away in a breeze? Have this is our been, planet hey, we're talking about. God ever, darn it. Have you ever been to a racetrack? Don't be a litter bug. Hey, have you ever been to a, a 
racetrack. Yeah, I don't gamble. Dog, I dogs, don't have any dogs or horses. I just, you know, I don't. It's you, you know might, what it's, but hey, don't drag listen, me down in your private no, no, hell. Listen, what your vices? Listen, what what you see with those tickets that are non-winners? It's like peanuts at a Brewer game, where you just throw them on the ground. People do peanuts at the ground round. Yeah. At the ground or wherever. You go to the yeah. ground round, you can throw the, the peanuts horse on the floor. Tra- at the horse track or the, you can't. No, not the ground round. That was another place that you could do that, right? We yeah, yeah, ground round. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, do yeah. That, yeah. you can do it at yeah. Texas Roadhouse, but yeah. where, where do you know ground round anymore? Yeah. There's, there's one a... right in Brookfield now, yeah. right off uh, Moreland. Yeah, right in 94. No, yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to stop. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not because I used to love ground round. But I get a big old burger with a big hawking onion on it, and then I'd eat peanuts and Spread yeah. them on the floor. Yeah, it's not the same. Well, Plus, there was a hot-looking waitress in Green well, Bay years you know ago how named pe- Julie. You know how people will, like at a ball game or whatever, they, you just it, it's expected of you, you know? And same thing at a horse track or a dog track. The, these tickets, they're laying all over the place. You know, they got people who come and so, so basically suck you're, them all up. You're basically like providing yeah. jobs. It's good uh, yeah, for the yeah, economy. Exactly. <laughs> you're hiring people to go pick up those yeah. shards yeah. of paper, and then they're recycled and made into toilet yeah, paper to once again go. and help our planet. Yeah. Well, guess what we got coming up next? not so bad. We got a commercial break and then the Hornswoggle. Bushy's going to ask you three questions. All you got to do is get two out of the three correct, and you will win a wonderful prize package from Coleman Insect Repellents and uh, Bait Mate Fish Attractants. So give a call now at 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. And to be a contestant in... Call fast. Don't be late. You'll win your bait. There you go. All right. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Saturday. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you live from the Baitmate Fish Attracting Studios. And Tom, I'm very excited here uh, to talk about the Baitmate stuff. I was online looking at their uh, new online site, and they've got a bunch of new flavors of attractants. And I, I forgot to mention, um, I used Baitmate on my trip up to Door County on Operation Golden Side a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And the bait mate that I used, I brought the spray stuff with the garlic. But the one that I like, they've got a stick. It's called the bite stick. Mm-hmm. And they got one in classic and one in max. And it's like a little stick of like a uh, lipstick. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, lip balm, yeah, I guess. Lip balm. Yeah, lip balm. Yeah. And because the other spray stuff, you spray it on and you, you on a hard bait, you think, well, it's just going to wash off in the water. What's the point? But this, you can kind of just put it on with a thin paste. And the max one has like some fleck. Like oh, some, 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 yeah. So, yeah. and I put it on the side of my Sparkly rogues, stuff. put it on the side of my rogues and uh, jerks. And it does, you know, I'll tell you what, I was getting lots of hits. 
It definitely does not hurt, and I'm sure it... And it almost smells like, when you smell it, Tom, it smells like anise to me. Right, yeah. That's that's a very popular scent. Anise, that's considered for wildlife, yeah. and I know for bear, Dad used to use. So mm-hmm. that's another one of the ones that I would recommend for hard baits, and I used it last year trolling muskie slammers on Pewaukee. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we got a lucky contestant on the who, line. Who do we have, and where's he from? We do. We have Sebastian from just down the road in Hales Corners. Okay, okay. Sebastian. Thanks good, for good waking morning. up with us. Good morning, gentlemen. <clears throat> okay. So you know how the Hornschwaggle goes. I'll ask a couple of questions, and uh, if it's telling the truth, uh, it's uh, no Hornschwaggle. If I'm lying, it's a Hornschwaggle. And right now, I'm frantically shuffling through my papers for where my questions were. Uh, darn it. <laughs> yeah, I got a whole no- yeah, oh, you- Wait a second. It's right in front of me. Okay. <laughs> we're going to talk baits. So um, the Suic, the Suic jerkbait of which I'm getting ready to sell a whole boatload of suics. Uh, the suic jerkbait was invented by Mr. Frenchy LeMay. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? You would have to come up with something like that. Um, I, would say, I would say it's a hornswoggle. Yes, it was invented by Frank Suic. That's right. Hence the name Suic. Mm-hmm. He was really creative That's with that. That's one. That's one. You All right. Give us a ding. There we go. <laughs> Give had, us a- had to make Greg. Had to wake Greg up over there to do it. <laughs> okay, uh, Meps. They're little spinners. They're like yeah. mini bucktails. Meps. Uh, they are often you. Or they are often made with squirrel tail, squirrel hair. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? That's a no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. Okay, you're two for two. All right. And let's see if you would have got the third. Going for the trifecta. Here we go. Okay, this is an easy one. The Bass Buster Beetle Spin was invented by Virgil Ward. That's uh, no Hornswoggle. No Hornswoggle. All right. All right. Good well, for you. Good. Oh, here. Now let me run this by you. I'm going to try this with our good folks at Baitmate. i got to contact the girl. I can't guarantee this, but I'm going to start letting our contestants try and pick out the flavor of Baitmate because they used to just sound like kind of like a sampling of uh, one of the Baitmates and then maybe a Coleman insect repellent. So I'm going to run some by you. And then I'll put in a request, and like I said, I can't guarantee, but I think she'll probably be able to grab what you want. For the flavors for your bait mate, I'll run some by you. they got a bass, a crappie and panfish. Uh, they've got a game fish, uh, garlic and salt, catfish, and walleye. What do you think you'd prefer? I'll try that uh, garlic. The I... garlic. Yes. Okay. So you like the garlic. Well, you're a man after Tom Newbauer's heart. He likes the garlic. So we'll uh, see if I can put you down for that. And for a repellent, Coleman Insect Repellents, they've got some with the DEET, and they've got them with like the 20, 40, 100% DEET. There's something like that, 25, 40, 100. And then they've got DEET-free. What do you think? Do you want a well, DEET? Want de- uh, definitely DEETs. You want DEET? Okay. Do you want a... Uh, do you want uh, low, t- hot premium, uh, mid-grade, or high? What do you want, 25, uh, 40? Grade. Oh, yeah, the you more want, the better. You want the 100% DEET? <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. Well, that's probably, yes, I will take the 100%. Yeah, okay, the more just, the better. Now, just be careful, because I used yeah. 100% DEET. Uh, it was called Musco years ago, and I, I was bear hunting up in Canada, and I got some on my cloth gloves. Mm-hmm. And when I went to take my hand off the front of the rifle, or from under the front of the rifle, the glove stuck to the stock, and my hand pulled out of the glove. Then I peeled off the glove, and it left 
finger imprints, it takes the finish right off your rifle. Mm. So you got to be very careful with that stuff. So just a little warning. So, yeah, I'll put in that request, and hopefully they can, but at the very least, you will get a prize package. Thank you very much. Bushy, I got one question for you. Yeah. Uh, You got a place up in uh, Douglas County? Yeah. Do you know where the Gopher Hole Tavern is? The Gopher Hole Tavern. Tavern is. He knows where all the taverns are. Well, I. Up <laughs> north, or near Nabagabon, up that way. You know what? I've been to a number of them. There's one place called the Poodle Inn. I've driven by. Uh, but no, I have not been to the mighty Gopher Hole Tavern. Go there sometime. You might like it. Gopher Hole. Should he drop your name, Sebastian? <laughs> Should he drop no, your name? Use my name. Oh. Tavern. Out of Solon Springs, about 20 miles out of Solon Springs. Solon, is it north of Solon Springs or south? I know. I used to hunt up there in the 60s, so it's been a while. Uh, uh, I, I think it's west of uh, west, a little southwest of uh, Solon Springs. Southwest of Solon Springs. Or right off the, near the brewery. Real close to the bridge. Well, right. now I got a reason to go up to the homestead. So thanks, Sebastian. <laughs> enjoy the, I, I assume that place is still in business. So. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, thank Sebastian. You very much, okay. Thank you, Bye man. now. Good luck to you. Bye bye. Hey, you, you know what's funny, Danny? Yeah. I got. A, I'm a little worried about what's at the old Gopher Hole. I got a feeling it ain't gophers. That's the main draw at the Gopher Hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? We got an email from Tex. Yeah. Our truck driving yeah, fit our truck friend. Driving buddy. Yep. It says, uh, "Morning, Tom and Dan. Do you guys remember the different scents of baitmate fish attractants?" Well, he already went through them, so that's great. You and, did. I, and if I yeah. run, hadn't run out of printer paper, right. I'd have even more. They've got a, and then they've got their their flip and dip stuff too. Now, when Ron Johnson came up last yeah. year, he yeah. gave me. There's a garlic flip and dip. Yep. And then there's one. I think it's it's bass. No, one game <laughs> fish. And you open a lid, and you can dip your stuff in there, right, and then right. yeah, yeah. And uh, as a matter of fact, if if you text, if you want to know more about all the different scents that they have, all their different products, just go to baitmate.com. I'm a big fan of yeah. that bite stick. Yeah, though. yeah, you'll get it there. And now it is time for the update with Greg Janik, and we'll be back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. We'll be right back with more. And now here's Greg. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 